out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, top of the morning to you, laddie. I'm a DJ Ranma Shaughnessy. House of Shaughnessy. Welcome to episode number, I believe, 207 of Anime Jam Session. Blessed be. And with me today, a couple of lad and lassies has been helping me doing this from day one. Please introduce yourselves. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I just cracked open a Guinness. Aye! <coughs> and who'll be this with us? Um, Mako-chan. Hey, <laughs> Mako! Hey, stupid winner. Mako, are we going to hit the pub after tonight? Who needs to hit the pub? I've already hit the bottle. Well, there's always room for more, don't you know? Aye. Aye. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. And we are always live here tonight on the VOG Network, Tuesdays at 9.30pm, with replays Thursdays, I believe now at um, 2pm. And I'll explain in a bit why. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. Chat room is Vogue, or you can head on over to animegemsession.com slash Network. There's an IRC link. You can click on that, it'll bring you right into the chat room. And now, and as Rageinator says, Ronma, no offense, but your Irish accent sucks. <laughs> I, Rageinator, I'm from the south side of Ireland. We have that kind of a problem. Yeah. Well, it's not as bad as my black uh, black Italian accent. Wait, Sicilian accent. Your three percent Italians are three. Um, fuck it. I haven't I haven't had enough to drink yet. What? Well, well, keep on going. Shit. <laughs> yes. Um, if you haven't figured it out, it is St. Patrick's Day. Aye. So, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, we're drinking. We're drinking. And in honor of us drinking, there's going to be boobs. Or at least we're going to be talking about boobs, because it's the hentai show! Hentai show? You say we're talking about booze? I thought this was the drinking show! You said boobs, not booze. Boobs and booze. Okay, I can deal with that. I'm okay with that. It's the BB show. <laughs> boobs and boobs. <laughs> Ugh, God. And I know. I'm having flashbacks to... Game of Thrones, the god of tits and wine. Mm. <laughs> so, this probably should have been uh, during Mardi Gras, but... Meh. Ain't no one got time I, for that. I was too busy, uh, I was too busy uh, recovering from my birthday. You're always recovering from your birthday. Yeah. So, it's St. Patrick's Day. It is another time for booze. And for a hentai show, you kind of have to have it. Considering the subject matter we're going to be talking about, then yeah. Hold it, hold it. <laughs> Lovely. <sighs> yeah, seven out of ten. I wasn't even trying. All right, all right, all right. Let's go ahead and um, kickstart things off. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Oh, uh, well, let's see. Mostly, uh, uh, this weekend, I... Put to, put in two uh, twelve hour shit like twelve hour work days back to back, and I spent most of Sunday finishing up my convention report and ended up going to bed at four a.m. trying to finish it. 
because I reviewed it and, and I realized I was talking out of my ass through half of it, so... Whoops. Uh, but I also managed to get my hands on a new cell phone. Nice, nice. I got the Galaxy S5. I looked on Verizon's website because that's who I have my phone provider with. Okay. And I was looking at the, uh, I did a search for it and they, and, uh, pre and certified pre-owned ones came up, which were, which was at least half to two-thirds as much as what I would normally pay for a fresh one in store. So I ordered it through their website, got my phone upgraded, and I ended up saving about 160 bucks altogether. Alright, that's not bad. And what they meant by certified pre-owned is that it was sent out, but then sent back to the warehouse for reasons. It could be as much as, alright, we got this, we gave this guy the wrong color, or they just don't want it anymore. And it's the phone all... actually, like, is, there's nothing actually wrong with it. The casing is fine, the screen is fine. Well, I just haven't actually, you know, gotten around, been able to sit down and toy with it yet because I would have to move all my apps and stuff from my old phone to my new phone. Well, that's what what they actually what they did was, uh, well, that's odd. Um, well, what they did was, um, uh, it's it's somebody else's phone. They just were fixed and repaired and make it look nice and new. So you know, it's just cheaper for them to fix and make it look like. Pre-owned, you know, like pre-owned gaming consoles, you know. But like I said, this one doesn't have any scuffs or marks on it. The screen's fine. Okay. Because I'll, I even told the guy, yeah, I want to give Verizon as no, I want to give the phone like Verizon and Comcast, but that's because of the other week. I want to give these people as little money as possible. Hmm. All right, so, give it that. I know the uh, S5 came highly recommended, and I also heard that the S6... <laughs> Not good? Yeah, let me tell you something. The S6, uh, the battery is built into the phone, which I can live with. No expandable memory. I can't live with that. Evidently, because Apple set the trend of how the phone should be... Everybody else is following in suit. Instead of being able to buy a memory card, you're going to go that way because that's what people want. And people are stupid. Yes, 85% of you iOS users are stupid. If you got a problem with me, DJ S at AnimeJamSession.com. Please continue. But, yeah, that's pretty much just about it for my weekend day. Mm. Other than that, it's just making sure I have my shit in order for, for uh, ZenkaiCon. Oh yeah. Also, WrestleMania is that Sunday, so and I promised my friends I would cook, I would cook my uh, special egg rolls for them for when I go see it. So at least you'll have something to cry, you know, on how bad the pay per view is. Four hours, a four hour show plus a two hour pregame. <sighs> you can't win them all. So yeah, that's how shit's going for me. Marco Chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um. <clears throat> It's been kind of uh, boring. I've been sick, so I haven't really been doing anything except uh, attempting to get ready for Zenkai Khan, and it's not working. Mm. Um, and then I've been trying to get ready for the podcast. Mm. And I've been doing research for the podcast. Oh, quote, yeah. Unquote. <laughs> 
research. Mm. Where's that? Where's that screen cap of Doctor Evil? <laughs> yeah, I, I posted a picture of uh, my quote-unquote research. Mm. <laughs> Doctor H and Ty. Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. I actually knew somebody whose uh, whose pen name right fan fiction was H and Ty. That works, I guess. <clears throat> it's not Mako's name, is it? No. <laughs> I thought you were just screwing over there. Sorry. No, 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 no. But, yeah, I mean, basically, I've been working and trying to relax and get better before ZenkaiCon. Mm. <clears throat> it's been a boring week. But now we're going to talk about porn, so that makes it better. I didn't invite your mother on as a guest. We could have. Yeah, but boring and boring now. We can't do that. Hush you. Mm. Ah, some good lager. Uh, my weekend days the same old, same old. Job hunting here and there. I had a phone interview this morning. Hopefully that'll turn out pretty well. And I'm waiting on a callback for another position. And if I go through with that, I'll have to leave for a week for training. And looks like if that goes through, I won't be going the week I thought. It may be like another week or two, which is pretty good. I can't complain about that. Um, I did a little shopping yesterday, and I found a recipe for pulled chicken, so I'm going to give that a shot tomorrow and see how that turns out. Mm. That's basically been my week and day, is just trying to get more stuff posted to the website, posted to our YouTube page, and so forth, so that's pretty much is it. So it's been a uh, pretty boring week for everybody. Pretty much. I've had some kind of activity going. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'd like to give a fuck you to Winamp, because it skipped one of the pre-show songs, which is why we kind of started off a couple of minutes early, but shit happens. And... For some reason, this song is like in read-only mode, so I don't know what the hell, so... <sighs> that sucks. Oh, well. Truthfully, I ain't even really too... I ain't even really worried too much about it, so... But what is interesting is the fact that the prep for tonight's show... I, I figured I'd have to go onto YouTube and just start ripping um, opening and, e and download opening and ending themes from from hentai on uh, hentai um, shows and stuff like that. Well, didn't have to because there is an official soundtrack. Most okay. of them do have official soundtracks. No, no, no. Most of them don't. A lot of the ones that I have uh, looked up have soundtracks well then you should link them to me because most of the ones put up by Pink Pineapple which is like if you've watched if you watched hentai during the late 90s and the early 2000s and the animation looked kind of the same 
and it was put out by ADV or something like that. That was Pink Pineapple. Most of them did not have a soundtrack. They have like they have a double album called Best Hits and Greatest Hits, which has those songs on there. And for some other titles, there is a group called Av Semicolon New. They do a lot of mute background music and vocals for uh for for hentai. I first stumbled upon them like long time ago because I was watching something on YouTube. It was called Dragon Ball OP or Dragon Ball Shoujo. And I'm like, what is this? Evidently, somebody redid the opening to this game called Nursery Rhyme to the style of Dragon Ball. Evidently, I can no longer find this video because I was going to share it with a friend of mine and freak her the hell out. <laughs> if I do find it, I will put it on her, on her page. And again, she does cosplay Android 18, so that makes things even better. Uh. And if we go into the chat room at live.network.com, Sarah Ackerman asks, got any Boku no Pico? And Serenity1488 starts freaking out. (laughs) (sighs) Let's see. Let's go ahead and kind of kick things off. So, Let's see. There we go. Let's go ahead and kick things off. When we get back, we're going to get into the deep end of the hentai. So you coming? Uh... <laughs> we'll be back.
Mm. Ah, two down, four to go. I think I need to grab another one from the fridge. <laughs> I got those nice big uh, tall boy cans. Tall boy cans? What's wrong with you? I need a drink. Well, fair enough. Well, good thing. It was thing only a four pack because that's all I needed. Ah. Uh, well, it ain't like I got anywhere to go tomorrow, so. And this can opener that Mako-chan got from me for Christmas is coming in quite handy tonight. Uh -huh. God damn it. I keep forgetting about that shit. Alright. Another one. Here we go. Don't mind us. We're kind of refilling our drinks. Take this opportunity to refill your own, you know? Really. But then again, that's what the music was for. That was what the musical break was for now, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Alright, um... Yeah, I'll have to stop at some point before we're in the next musical break to get myself another drink. I've got all mine on reserve right here, so I'm not going anywhere. Yes, and Mako-chan's force powers aren't strong enough to get the cat to get her another drink. No, and she's laying on me, so that's even worse. <laughs> My property. Mm-hmm. Alright, now... As I have said many times on this show, Mako-chan is the connoisseur of hentai. You, hi, hi. you don't have. You can describe it within like five to ten words. She'll know what it is, how it is, and if you should watch it or not. I have to say that a lot of that also is just the fact that um, I have really good Google foo. Mm. But if I haven't seen it already, I will probably download it and watch it. Mm. As in the two that we were talking about last Monday, or no, last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grabbed those two. Ha! I have to watch them now. You have to post it on our Facebook fan page so people know what the research that you were doing. Oh, yes, my research. Yes, your research. I'm sitting at my computer. My computer is in the living room. Mm. Because I'm the only one here, so who cares? Yes. Um, I have a stack of DVDs next to me. That's probably a good mm, two inches, three, three inches. It's about 30 of them. Uh, the entire stack is um, ripped hentai. So each DVD, I mean, some of them are CDs. Uh, so like the CDs only have three episodes on them. But some of them are DVDs and the entire top of the disc is covered in titles. Such titles as uh, Duchess of Busty Mounds, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Legend of the Pervert, Midnight Sleazy Train. That's one of my eh. favorites. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, have, I have quite a lot of hentai, and the last time that I checked, um, I had, I think, 84 gigs, and that was like two or three years ago. Wow. <sighs> the thing is, a lot of times I'll watch a show, and if I like it, you know, it stays on the computer. If I don't, I usually delete it. But for the most part, because I download so much of it, I don't even watch it all. I just end up putting it onto DVDs. 
like half of the stack here, while I've seen it, I probably have only watched them once and I couldn't tell you, you know, from the names what it is. But if you describe it, I would know if I've watched it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not addicted, I swear. Yeah, okay. You can quit at any time. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I can quit. Sure. The first step is admitting that you have an addiction. I don't have an addiction. Wait, wait, hold it. <coughs> Lovely. Thank you. Eh, not bad. <coughs> Thank you. Alright. Before we continue, let's look into the chat room real quick. Um, Serenity Forte is nursing her drink. You don't nurse your drink. You drink that shit. Oye1984 says he's drunk and we'll be watching Hentai tonight. Sarah Ackerman says, My grandma found my Yowie manga when we were moving back into the back bedroom. Oh, that must have been so awkward. Oh, yeah, you might have to call in and explain that story. Meanwhile, Deadpool 20 is swinging it to the, far, to the wind. So, let's go ahead and talk hentai. Now, before... Were we already talking hentai? More talking of the hentais. Okay. Now, most people watch dubbed hentai for the hilarity of it because it's just so funny i mean you enjoy it in japanese but when you watch it dubbed it's just hilarious because most hentai most because it sounds phoned in that and it's a trans most of them is a transliteration so a train wreck in other words <laughs> it, it, yeah now i will let mako chan handle this part and we'll chime in where need be but um some of your favorite <laughs> voice actors and actresses that uh, you have met at conventions and gotten their autographs have done hentai. And some yeah, of them under um, different names. Most of them do try and do it under different names. Some of them um, actually started out doing hentai before they started uh, getting legitimate work. So um, a lot of times you'll see like really weird out there names uh, but sometimes you'll actually see a real name and people will, you know, kind of step up and say, yeah, that was me. Um, <clears throat> so Veronica Taylor, who is the voice of Ash Ketchum, worked on the hentai Twin Angels. And this was before, obviously, uh, the Ash, 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 Ash Ketchum, the Ash Ketchum days. <laughs> that ass, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's an ass man, all right. Mm. <clears throat> so, uh, Sherry Lynn, who was Sasami in the Tenchi Muyo series, uh, she worked on Sins of the Flesh. I think she worked on another one, because I know I've heard that voice somewhere else. It was kind of creepy, they, too. They've worked on a yeah. couple of them. I, the thing is, hentai dubbing pays more than anime dubbing. If you don't believe me... Next time you're at an East Coast convention, find the media table, media blasters table. Do a quick inventory of their anime and their hentai on Friday. Go back Sunday. Most of the hentai is already gone, mm -hmm. and this stuff sells at a higher price than their DVDs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it is legitimate work. And you'll find that some people will not own up to the fact that they do it. Some people don't need to do it. And again, as I said, some people... 
Embrace will, that shit wholeheartedly? Well, yeah, some people will. Um, some people will do hentai as long as it's not a character that is actually having sex. So, um, Greg Ayers, Tiffany Grant, and Kira Vincent, Vincent Davis all worked on Dragon Knight Wheel of Time. Uh, I lost my place. No, come back. Uh, Crispin Freeman, under the name of Mark Percy, mm -hmm. worked on Fencer of Minerva. Um, if anybody has seen La Blue Girl, uh, Ron Maru is a hermaphrodite who sounds suspiciously, suspiciously like Sashomaru. Um, if you look at the voice credits, the voice is by uh, Chavez F.E.C. But obviously, if it sounds like Sashomaru, it would be David Kane, who has also worked on Gundam Wing and Ranma One Half. Who I've been talking to on occasion on um, Twitter. Because you know that show, uh, Last Night in America with John Oliver? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, David K. does all, most of the voiceover work for it. Good for him. It's a good show. Yeah. And, quick story. Somebody linked this to me. Um, David K. has a, has a YouTube page. And it, he did something called The Night Before Christmas. Now, I'm listening to this, and I'm like... I know this voice from somewhere. I know this voice. It's like, it's Megatron from Beast Wars. The awesome CGI one, not the shitty one that came later. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm like, why is this? Oh my god, he's soon Tendo. My mind was blown right there on the spot. Please continue. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I mean, other than that, they do get... Um porn stars to do voicing too um, <laughs> because that's such a stretch for them well the thing is because of like I mean years back when you were starting in the anime industry you basically took what you could those that are coming in now um, yeah they'll start out with hentai but it's a little bit easier to get into because like anime is so popular now it's a little bit easier to get into a legitimate role. Not saying it's super easy and, you know, everybody can do it, but it's easier to start out as a legitimate role instead of starting out as hentai. Also, <clears throat> the hentai usually goes for more if it's a legitimate porn star. Mm, there's a story behind that I have to tell. Can I tell it now, or you want me to wait? No, you can tell it now. Okay. about We're going back about a good 14 years. Uh, Big Apple Anime Fest 2001. I'm there, and my sister, Sunseen Lean, is there. And she won a DVD player from a hentai booth, New Tech Digital. One of the titles that they were featuring was called <coughs> Two Heart. Voiced... Hmm? What was it called? Two Heart. Okay. I think the first one is an anime and the sequel is a hentai or some shit like that. Whatever. The dub featured Kobe Tai and Asia Carrera. I wasn't yeah, I wasn't there for this. But many people validated this. They at around eleven o'clock they had like the hentai viewings and stuff like that, and they were both there in the audience as a part of it. Evidently, Asia Carrera left ten minutes into it because she was so embarrassed by it. I, my thing is, I guess she's never heard herself doing porn, and when she heard herself doing this hentai, it was like, what the fuck? So well, there it, was a line that even she 
wouldn't cross. I don't think it's a line that she wouldn't cross, but it's the fact of, like, there are people who do podcasts who don't listen to themselves, like, when they, on the show. Like, like they don't listen to themselves. When I edit... I, I don't watch any of her, any of her interview videos for the same reason. Same that, and I look, that and I hate the way I look. I do it just for the edits. And even when I'm editing, I have to keep going fast. Because for some reason, I don't like to hear myself because it kind of like, whoa, you know, type. But, you know, yeah. <clears throat> mm. And if we go to um, live.vodnetwork.com, Deadpool28 says, thankfully, I hide all my hentai pics. Bruh, listen. There is no reason to hide them. I don't hide my hentai, nor do I hide my porn. But I tell you, you also live alone. Even before, when I wasn't living alone, I still didn't hide it. Yeah, but you also were because your, your roommates also had their own porn collections. Yeah, like that too. Like you were swapping notes. It's it's completely different when you are living with you know parents that might be a little bit weirded out. It's yeah. a little bit different if you're living with you know younger siblings. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> yeah, but the point is, I'm trying. My parents are highly. St- Technophobic, and and one of them can like brags about her inability to do a simple Google search. No, my, but my computer is my own. I, I'm the only one who uses it, and it still has a password on it. See, I but, think I might be okay. See, but my thing is this: outside of the whole family and parents shit, there's no reason for you to hide that shit. You got friends coming over, and they coming over, and they want to use your computer. Let them. If they happen to stumble across it, that only means two things: one. It's there in the open. You didn't give a shit. And two, they were snooping on your computer, and you should whoop their ass and send them packing. Mm-hmm. I had um, my hentai picture folder as my screensaver <laughs> while living with my mother. See, but you and your mom will sit there and rate the pictures. We probably would if we actually had the time to do that. Yes. Yeah, see, my mother, for those that are questioning, like, what the fuck, um, my mother has been very open about basically everything and taught me at a young age that, you know, not to be ashamed of sex, not to be ashamed of, you know, all of that kind of stuff. She sat me down when I was, like, maybe four or five, and we watched Caligula <laughs> uncut. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, Isn't there some famous actor in that? Yes, and we will not name names. Mm. Because naming names will make me fangirl, and we're not naming names. Not like you're fangirling already? Because the thought's huh? already in your head? What was that? Is that like you're fangirling already because the thought's already in your head? Yes, but I can fangirl quietly. <laughs> anyway... So, um, yeah, I mean, this is, I sat down and watched South Park with her as it was on. That was our Wednesday night. So there's really never been anything that is, uh, you know, taboo. Mm-hmm. So I've never had an issue with, um, you know, putting, putting my porn on my computer or having the pictures come up or anything like that. It's just, you know, it's never been, never been an issue. Mm-hmm. Hell, when I was old enough, her and I sat down with her Playboys and Playgirls. Because she collects them. 
<clears throat> the ones that have uh, celebrities. And let's just say some celebrities should never, ever, ever be taken have take uh, have pictures taken with their clothes off. Whoops. Yeah. Anyway, um, do you guys know anybody off the top of your heads uh, that has done hentai? Can't say that I do. I'm afraid. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. You mentioned a couple names. Well, yeah, I'm just saying anybody that I haven't. Oh, yeah. Doesn't... Does... God... His name is on the tip of my tongue. Uh, what else is he doing? No, 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 no. I mean, his real name. Um. Well, who is he voiced? I don't remember what he's voiced, but he did a lot of the Media Blaster stuff. And he's right out of New York. Yeah. Tom Whalen. <coughs> I'm surprised that name was not on your list. Well, the list that I was going through, because a lot of them do try and keep quiet. Mm-hmm. So it's actually very hard to pinpoint who is working on what. Because if even if they don't mind talking about it, people, I, I don't know, I guess still decide that um, they shouldn't talk about it. See, but, yeah, which is true, because when I do a lot of the voice actor interviews, nobody brings up the hentai aspect. Because even though they've done, like, one or two that really pays bucks, everybody knows it for all the, for the remaining 98%, which is good. Now, mm-hmm. Tom Whalen, he has a very interesting um, pen name for his hentai. Oh God! What what was it? <laughs> um, I'm going I'm I'm going to need a special sound effect for this because I know somebody is going to be like, "What? Why?" You know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to get sad trombone for 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 this one. He went by the name of Buster Hyman. Wow. Here we go. Yep. And he would hold hentai panels at various conventions. It was him and another person by the name of Dick Tripwire. What? Yeah, actually, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm, I might be slightly mistaken. He might have gone by the name of Dick Tripwire, but it was Dick Tripwire and Buster Hyman hentai dubbing extravaganza. Yep. That's not even fun to say. <laughs> just imagining a dick as a tripwire. It's just ugh. But you're not <clears throat> but you're not black, so it's okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was taking a drink of my booze and I didn't hear you. Never mind. <laughs> I'll tell you later. And if we go to the chat room. <sighs> Nemesis47 says, when I was in high school, a buddy of mine had a collection of H titles and showed them on his computer when his mom was out of the room. After a bit, she didn't care. That's a cool mom. I'm looking over the stuff that Dick Tripwire has worked on. Yes. Um, This is usually dubbing manager, dubbing supervisor, um, 
mixing voice, and a lot of this is shit I've watched. <laughs> Just gets better and better, doesn't it? Not only is it shit I've watched, it's shit I like. <laughs> well, the next time he's at a convention, I'll have to introduce you to him. Hell, I was just hanging out with the guy a couple of months ago with the f- for a friend's birthday party. Yeah, nope. So what was the other one? Dick Tripwire and who? Buster Hyman. <laughs> oh, God, it's even on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> other names. Genghis Holmes and Dick Tripwire. <laughs> okay, which one of those names sounds more manly? I think Dick Tripwire sounds a lot more... I think Dick Tripwire sounds a little bit more scathing, you know? More... Suave, you know? I don't know, DJ. Maybe if you were in a 70s black black exploitation film, I can see you going by the name Genghis Holmes. Lord, lordy, lordy, lordy. With a giant afro and practicing white Wing Chun. I I, 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 just, I, I have to say this. Um, Go I'm ahead. Looking up, I'm looking up Buster Hyman on mm-hmm. Google to try and find something. Nothing's coming up, like, in the Anime News Network or anything like that. But this thing pops up for LinkedIn. Uh-oh. Oh, there are 16 professionals named Buster Hyman on LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> One of them says that his uh, his current profession is he's a professional wrestler at wrestlers and stuff. That sounds like he'd be wrestling in Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Okay. Okay. Which is an actual professional wrestling organization. Okay. We're done. We're ending the show early. I'm here on the Good night, everybody. There... Oh, oh, dear God. It gets worse, doesn't it? Um, Remember, it's oh, yeah. Juggalo Champion there, shit wrestling. professional photographer. Um, a welder. A systems analyst. <laughs> oh, dear God. What? No. Owner at self-employed director at Hyman Industries. <laughs> is, is this all on LinkedIn? <laughs> Hmm? Is this all on LinkedIn or just from Google? No, this is LinkedIn. Oh, God. Yeah, okay, I'm done. Let's continue. No, I am posting this shit. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, God. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. There we go. You're welcome. God. Anyway. All right, all right, all right. Who wants to take the uh, the article? All right, you, you take that one. Then I'll take okay. the one. Besides, I I gotta uh, handle some business, so please keep going. As as spotted out by my homeboys at SureYouCan.com, a costume created by Yamato Gawa, among us artists famous for hentai, created an album an outfit called Magic Knight and characters such as Ivy and Amy from Soul Calibur can wear it in, Lost, in the game Soul Calibur Lost Swords a free-to-play spin-off for the PS3. And there's a video link to it and it looks like uh, uh, let's see, what's the best way to describe it? There's a 
big bat-like looking shoulder pads and a leg gauntlets and a part gun in her uh, groin and like and there's like these like snake-like things trailing up her arms i mean ivy's arms anyway and everything else is just left completely bare also she has curly looking devil horns for whatever reason <coughs> pardon me so let me uh put a link to it in the chat for everyone and you can all look at it yourselves and ask what the fuck is uh are these people thinking about? See, that's almost as bad as the guy that did the animation for animation sequences for Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And you look at some of his older stuff, you're like, whoa. I mean, yeah, granted, Ivy is the poster girl for insanely skippy and completely impractical outfits in the Soul Calibur games, but this is just absurd. Mm. Also, Amy is supposed to be like 14 or 15 years old and she has a skin. <laughs> is it problematic that I really like this? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> also, the, like the like the underwire support, I guess is the best way to call that, and the shoulder pads only only barely cover the nipples. I'm... Which on Ivy looks okay, but on Amy is just a little more dis- little disturbing. I'm just waiting for someone to do the cosplay of it. You know it's going to happen. And because the world hates you, the person who at first attempts this cosplay is going to be the size of me. I, well, I doubt it. I don't know. I, no. I kind of doubt that one. No. <clears throat> but uh, the last Soul Calibur game I played was five, and uh, the worst of the outfits was a... Uh, was a Sophidia who pretty much looked like she was wearing a toga made out of out of uh, trans of translucent uh, saran wrap. Or uh, what else am I thinking of? There are things. Or like little a uh, cheesecloth, like something like really, really thin. There are things I've seen done with saran wrap. Most people shouldn't see. I'll just leave it at that. Apparently, it's supposed. To... In some circles, it's a really low-rent contraceptive. Supposed to be. I honestly don't know. Mm. I've got regular Ivy outfits. I've got regular Ivy outfits. I've got pretty extreme Ivy outfits. I do not have anybody wearing this outfit yet. Well, it's only just released, hasn't it? <clears throat> See, if it was more mainstream, let's say this was something related to Final Fantasy, I guarantee you, within the next three conventions, someone's going to pull it off. This, not okay. so much. Okay, which Final Fantasy girl would you rather see this outfit on? Pain. I'm thinking Terra or Celis. Tifa. Yeah, Tifa would be a very obvious choice. Mm. All right. Are we done burying this one? I think we are. Sure. Alright. I'm putting up the next one. Um, I don't know about y'all, but... I enjoy playing puzzle games. I will sit there and play, like, the match three, clear this, clear that game. I will sit there and play those types of games on my phone all day and all night. Even though I have sat there... 
No, I will sit there, have a 3DS in my bag, and check it once a week for a street passing. But now that SimCity is on Android, that might change. But that's besides the point. At the very least, you know they're freemium games, so just don't actually give them any money. Um, I I have I said with Google Rewards where I get money for doing um, what do you call like not what do you call like like surveys and stuff. So that's free money. So I'll spend money on that because technically it's not mine. But this is something kind of interesting. I've played puzzle games. I've played dating sims. Hell, I got a couple of them sitting here. On the bottom shelf of my ga- of of the ga- of my gaming drawers, right there, you know, I think it's sitting next to the uh, bootleg Soul Calibur one that I got my hands on. Whatever, <laughs> it's a game called Honey Pop. It is a dating sim. It is also a puzzle game. Typical match three fair. Yes, pretty much. You're wooing these girls. And when you take them out on dates, you're pretty much doing the match three type. So it's pretty much as you complete the the moves within a certain time given and clear it, your levels go up. And the more levels you increase, most likely you will end up betting said girl. Yeah. My only issue is that this is not available for Android, because I will sit there and play this shit on the train and not give a fuck. Because people will be like, yeah, you see one match three game, you see them all, so... Exactly. And if you're really looking in on my screen while I'm playing this, you're going to get punched in the face by me. Fair enough. Yes. You know, what it is, if you've played dating sims where they ask you various questions, you have the choice of A, B, or C, you still have that. But when you're actually taking them out on dates and wooing them and being the monthly stud that you are, that's where you're going to be pretty much playing the puzzle aspect of it. Think of it as a fucked up version of Catherine. <coughs> well, not exactly fucked up, but, you know. I might track. I might jump on this and buy it for Windows just to play around with it. I haven't decided, but I might just. But I am hoping that there is an Android port of this because this could be quite fun. Excuse me. Is there talk of it being ported to Android? I checked their website and I don't see it happening anytime soon, but. The closest thing to portability I could get on this, if I was to get a Surface Pro tablet and and played it on that, but even then, you know. But then again, when I when we had gone to PAX East last year, seeing a Surface Pro, seeing a Surface tablet, I think it might have been a Pro tablet, running Steam, but Skullgirls on it, that kind of blew my mind. And I am now on logger number four. <coughs> and to think, I was only going to buy one and be like, I am good with just this one, but nope. This is actually a lot more tastier than I thought it was. You okay over there, Mako? Yeah, just coughing up a lung. Coughing up something, all right. Ha, ha, ha. Marco, before we get into the the old list, why don't you 
hit that last article first because I think when we go to the yield list, that's going to take up a lot of our time. All right. So um, I haven't gotten a chance to read this article, and it's kind of scaring me. <laughs> you um, should be scared. <clears throat> Carrie is in here with the rest of us. Okay, I'm not having anything come up except comments. Is this the Sankaku oh. Complex one? Yeah, there we go. So, um, the ever undiminished legion of Final Fantasy VII worshippers may be taking an interest in the recently released Arrow RPG parody. What is that? Final Ecstasy? Mm. It's, it's pronounced final, but the uh, spelling is supposed to. Invoke the name I, or the word I, which is love. Okay, because it just looks like anal with <laughs> an I in it. I think that's part of the point. <laughs> we, we, we are on, are on two totally different wavelengths here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, it's featuring the legendary RPG's beloved characters as they perform sexual acts at the whim of the player. The Aerostar's popular heroine, Tifa, as she takes on an assortment of missions that cause her to become involved in a multitude of sexual depreciation. <coughs> you alright over there, champ? No, someone else take this. Okay. I'll take it. Alright, go for it. The Aerojade stars popular heroine Tifa. She takes on an assortment of missions that cause her to become more involved in a multitude of sexual depredations. The game also features turn-based combat reminiscent of franchise earlier entries with job-changing and level-grinding being a staple. And there's a whole list of Tifa in different outfits, and some with just little images of her in the different encounters. Let's see. Also, uh... Yuffie and Eris are also involved in this. Ain't the surprised. game overflows a quality illustration that's completely... Huh? I said I'm not surprised. The game overflows with quality illustrations and is completely voiced, even possessing some modest animation during the, mo the more perverse scenes. And it's available now. Mm. So if you want to play a game where the girls of Final Fantasy get fucked repeatedly, there you go. I don't see a problem with that until um, Tifa, until um, Eris dies. Oh, God. A, a snuff scene? Come on. <laughs> hey. I never said anything about a snuff scene. You it's alluded a, to that. It's a porno game with Final Fantasy characters and you just said Eris is in it. Skull fucking you... what? <laughs> Death oh, by Snoo Snoo? We need rest. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is spongy and bruised. <laughs> My question is, like, all of these parodies, how were they able to get away uh, get away with that? Because it's Japan... No position of power gives a shit about it enough to bring the hammer down? And as Sarah Ackerman mm. says in the chat room, reminds me of the time I saw a hentai of Tifa tip-fucking guy. That must have been a Flash video. I think it's the fair use laws, because believe you me, I've seen enough JAV porn featuring characters from Final Fantasy, Street Fighter 2, Fatal Fury, King of Fighters, 
Sailor Moon. Yeah. Madoka. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Do I need to go on? No. Rule 34 and all that. <laughs> well, yeah. Alright, let, let's continue on to ye old list of hentai. Should I get the cheesy porn music for this? Please no. do. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear the cheesy porn music. Bow chicka bow wow. Well, it wouldn't be. <sighs> Judges score eight. That wasn't one of my best ones. Mm. I'll just uh, continue to sip on my rum and Pepsi. Well, because I was. Well, you know, we could go with this if it'll play right. If I could. Let me skip it up ahead. Epic sax guy, really? Mm hmm. I guess it's better than Chocolate Rain. Don't oh, tempt me! Anyway. It's not like I played this one. Okay, I'm done derailing. I'm done. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway. So, ye old list of hentai. And this is where you'll want to take notes, people. Uh, <laughs> Professor Washu is in, is in now. Um, pencils up. So, Crazy. uh... Yeah. So, what do you two have for your weirdest hentai that you've seen? Bible Black. I can easily top that. Of course you can. <clears throat> because, first things first, when a friend of yours introduces you to hentai, it shouldn't be something that's like where your head turns like 180 to 270 degrees and you're like, the fuck is this? And it would be Aruska Doji, better known in the America as the Legend of the Overfiend. Overfiend was alright. Yeah, but fucking a girl in a hot lava pit? Come on. And the Nazi death rape machine? Wow. Yeah, but you're talking to me here. <laughs> well, yeah, true. So, uh, any other weird hentai? I thought Angel of Darkness was kind of weird. I mean, getting fucked by a tree. I mean, come on. Alright, well, so... Well, the tree certainly got wood, didn't he? Hey-yo! Lol, lol, lol. <clears throat> okay, so, my weird, um, obviously, I, ha I have a really long list for most of these. <laughs> um, <clears throat> weird would be Sailor and the Seven Balls. Uh -oh. Sailor and the Seven Balls too. Starballs, <laughs> Mania, Secret of Green Tentacle. All four of those are basically similar in uh, taking different regular anime and basically superimposing the face onto real Plus hentai. <clears throat> that and the amazing things you can do with flash animation. That too. Um, so those ha that haven't seen Mania, Mania is actually um, a parody featuring um, Nadia, The Secret of Blue Water, <laughs> and Neon Genesis Evangelion. Get in the fucking robot and fuck it, Shinji. Yeah. 
but fuck um, the fucking robot, Shinji. Fuck the fucking robot. Yes. So some of the other weird ones, um, <clears throat> Magic Woman M, which it, it's one of those bordering on very uh, lolly-looking characters, and uh, rock demons. <laughs> now, 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 speaking of hentai, Amino Jakku, uh, the Jujin Kai is showing up in the chat room. So, how's it going, good sir? Uh, Again, proof I'm the only one that's probably seen Overfiend. <clears throat> um, Sex Demon Queen was pretty damn weird. Because mm. that has uh, chibi dogs basically turned into men with chibi dog heads screwing people. And uh, Yeah, and Maho Shoujo Arana. Mm. Basically, um, it's a magical girl hentai. But to get her powers, she basically had to have her magical animal insert itself into her vagina. Wow. And um, to build up her magical power, basically it all builds up in her vagina. And the quickest way to build the magical power is for her to get fucked. So, yay for weird. Alright, um... Let's go with your favorite hentai. Hmm... It would have to be Angel of Darkness, because <laughs> I like the main character, Heroic, because she was adorable and cute. Followed by F3, and then Midnight Sleazy Train. Yeah, those are mine. Yeah, I'm a fan of the uh, Ume Maro 3D stuff. Anyone ever heard of that? No. Uh-uh. Dr. Sugimoto, the recurring character in it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Basically, she's just a school, a doctor slash school nurse who uh, <coughs> fucks a lot of her, her uh, patients and students and whatnot. And uh, let's see what... It- like I said, I haven't actually seen a whole lot of hentai that I can actually, you know, put a name on, so... Hmm. Uh, has anyone ever heard of a Resort Boyne? Mm-mm. Mm. I couldn't tell if that was a yes or a no, Mako. Uh... It sounds familiar, but a lot of popular ones will have uh, remakes and things like that with the same sounding uh, name. <clears throat> so uh, I don't know if that's one that I've seen. Basically this good guy is a senpai's grandmother out to some uh, beach resort. Mm. Oops. And it has to divide its attention between like <clears throat> at least two other girls who want him. Mm. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, put a link to it in the chat, but that was the first, uh... That was the first result that came up. And there's also this one called Beat Angel Escalator. I think I've heard of that one. Uh-huh. Miska's a magical girl who, uh... Whose, uh, power source is charged by, uh... 
her fucking either her boyfriend or her uh, robotic uh, maid assistant. It's mm. only like three episodes long or so. Yeah, most of them are. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> so, uh, my list of favorites. Uh, Spaceship Agaruda, which is done by AIC, which... Uh, Tenchi people! Exactly. Um, Bible Black. They did? No. No. No, I'm, I'm saying my oh. favorites. Oh, okay. <clears throat> La Blue Girl, Midnight Sleazy Train... Slight Fever Syndrome, Body Transfer, Tentacle and Witches, and The Night When Evil Falls. You have and a the... much more varied repertoire of anime than I do. <laughs> and The Night When Evil Falls is one of the only hentai that I've found a character that I actually want to cosplay. Because mm. she's freaking adorable and I want her dressed. Because <clears throat> it's a Lolita dress. <laughs> And she is an evil demon fairy elf thing. Of lore. Of course. <laughs> so, um... How do you feel about people who uh, cosplay as... Hello? Yeah. Sorry, my uh, thing spazzed out for a second. Uh, how do you feel about people who uh, cosplay people from uh, from hentai anime? Because I've seen more than one people walking around with the uh, Bible Black uh, school uniform. It's the most uh, recognizable one. Yeah, Bible Black is a pretty popular one, um, mainly because the school uniform is so distinct. Uh, I don't mind it, but I just I wonder just... how many people have actually seen the anime or hentai. Um, probably a lot of them. Some of them just don't care that it came from a hentai. Some of them just don't care because they like the outfit. Others probably just don't care. My only issue is when, I, I guess, younger people dress in that outfit. Yeah, that was what I was worried about. Yeah, I've oh. seen it. And, and also, outside of Bible Black, the only other hentai cosplay I've seen was like years ago. It's probably on the Anime Jam Session Facebook page somewhere. Someone actually cosplayed Amino Jakku. Yeah, uh... The ninjas from the Blue Girl, I know at one point, were really popular. Miko Mito. That's also mm -hmm. another cosplay I've seen as well. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on the series. If the series has, you know, very distinctive outfits that aren't necessarily very sexual-looking outfits, a lot of people tend to cosplay from them. Because not for nothing, they do have a lot of very elaborate outfits. Just Granted, most of them are torn oh, yeah, off the Bible at some one point. Is really nice to look at. Just out of curiosity, would you count Fate Stay Night? Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, even like really etchy stuff like Panty and Stocking. Yeah, but that's etchy, which is normal to me. But because remember, Fate Stay Night started out as a hentai game, so. Yeah. Well, I mean. Technically, Bible Black started out as a hentai game, too. It well, just that, wasn't... That stayed hentai. Yeah, but it actually <laughs> wasn't as graphic mm. as they made it in the anime. Um, they really kicked it up in the actual animated part of it. Okay, so we've there gone over also weird... There was point in the Bible... I was saying there was one part of the Bible Black anime where they uh, 
forego actual animation and just zoom in and out rep repeatedly on different parts of a still image. That's a like lot of hentai, though. A lot of hentai does that. Mm-hmm. It just breaks the flow of it, you know? Yeah. But a lot of... Uh, again, a lot of hentai does that. <clears throat> okay, so we've gone over weird. We've gone over our favorite. What are some hentai that, after you've seen it, you will never watch it again? To be perfectly honest, I can't think of a hentai that I would never want to watch again. There are some that there are points that I will fast forward through. Most, no different from most porn I've watched, but, you know. Yeah. Um, my big two for parts that I just really ick me out, um, Night Shift Nurses. I really am not into scat. I was figured that would be the only reason yeah. why you'd skip past that, you know. But see, the the portion leading up to that is fine. Um, as soon all as of they that. drop scat into the uh, into everything, that's when you're like, yeah. Basically, as soon as they start, you know, shitting all over the place, that's when it gets a little bit weird to watch. That's the, generally a turnoff for a lot of people. <laughs> the other one is uh, Blood Royale. I don't think I've um, seen Blood Royale. Blood Royale is actually really interesting. Um, <clears throat> basically, these two girls are kidnapped and raped and forced to rape each other, and it, it's it's just one of those like really like if you actually think about it, it's one of those you know really intense kind of fucked up things. But there are a few parts in Blood Royale that squeak me. Um, there's a part where one of the girls is being fucked by uh, an, uh, a squid, I think, or an octopus. Which, I mean, tentacles, not very bad, so it's not, you know, completely horrible. But there's also not only scat in this, but um, being forced to eat it. Oh, ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that's one that I definitely would... Uh, recommend fast forwarding through and that's one that I saw while working at Anime Next. And we're going to talk about three and being thrown in feed first. Well it was probably her idea, so Well I, I purposely worked Anime Next's video rooms at the overnight because it was all hentai. So I basically screwed myself over on that one. And Crazy. if we and if we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com Oi, 1984 says, I love night, shit nur night shift nurses. Night shift nurses. <laughs> there, you, really? there you go. Very nice. You're welcome. <laughs> it's well, the Freudian uh, slip episode. Yep. And Nemesis 47 says, for me and Serenity, it was anal sanctuary. Scat and tentacles don't mix. Uh, nothing like a little bit of backdoor action to fuck up your whole night. Uh, Boku no sexual harassment made me swear off corn products for quite a while. Gentlemen, I present more corn! <laughs> but then again, I do have a... I also have AMV Hell Zero and Divided by Zero to blame for that. And uh -huh. Also, since we're on this topic, if you are a regular of East Coast conventions, you probably have seen this. 
if you haven't, you might want to keep an eye out for it if they still do it. Most of the hentai that was coming out was coming out of two places, ADV Films and Media Blasters. But Media Blasters had their own table, and they would sell their hentai and their anime, like we mentioned earlier. Now, if you're not sure where to find the Media Blasters table, just look up. At the top of their booth, on a stick, you will find a blow-up of wild turkey and an ear of corn. Because they, I guess they realized that that people have been watching them because of AMV Hell Zero, and that was the first thing people thought about it. No, because in Boku no Sexual Harassment, what happens to an ear of corn? Yeah. Exactly. And if they're Next not... time shall be different. And if they're not... Okay. And if they're not there, you might want to look for the Hendane booth. They don't do this anymore. But you know Hendane was at your con because you could hear get your red hot yaoi. It didn't matter where you were in the dealer's room. You heard that loud and clear. And as Oye1984 says, I love Anal Sanctuary. Good for you. What about your friends who used to run the Wall of Smut? They still... They no longer sell hentai because Fanboy realized he wasn't making much profit off it, so he just sold off what he has and just focused more on the shirts. Eh, his loss, I guess. And as Nemesis 47 says, Boku no Pico, the anime fan's version of Two Girls, One Cup. I am not drunk enough for this shit right here. Nope. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. Where are we going? Uh, to the forum topic. Okay. Open forum topic. Yep, 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 yep. I am. I am on that. That's not the right music. Shut up! Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. He's 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 going with this. Just work with me on this. Ah. <sighs> See if I can pull it. Here we go. Every week, we act what's co- we put out there on our Facebook fan page, the open forum topic, where we ask all of you, the fans, your opinion on a topic in the anime cosplay fandom. It could be something a little bit outside or inside, but it's still related one way or another. We just want you to know what your thoughts on it. If you don't want us to use your real name, put a different name before you post your answer, and we ask that you keep it civil, because I'm in no mood to break up any fights, because I'm getting too old for this shit. Hold on. <sighs> Excuse me. You're the, you're the Murtaugh to my rigs. Yeah, I suppose so. And I have to admit, out of all the open forum topics we have axed, this one got the most amount of, the highest amount of reach of 183 people. Given the title, I'm not surprised. Here's this week's open forum topic. Hentai. We told y'all it was coming. Pun intended. So, here it is. What was your first hentai? Was it more etchy, which means perverted, than hentai? Was it recommended, and would you recommend it? Okay. 
Nemesis 47 says, Colorful on the Anime Network On Demand. It was an etchy short where every episode was a certain pervy dude who was looking up a lady's dress or skirt in some situations so panty shots are plenty. Last episode was a 50-foot schoolgirl episode with all the pervs looking up, up her skirt. Hmm, I suppose. I suppose. Sarah Ackerman says that says hentai. I've never really touched on the subject in the, in the anime manga category, but I'm going to get Dramatical Murder downloaded when I get my new laptop and look forward to playing it. What? Yaoi is hot. And Sarah, it's Y A O I. Yaoi. Okay, Serenity1488 says, Discipline. Between that and Queen's Blade, both recommended. I have to get a, I have to get a hold of Queen's Blade, because I hear good things about that. It That's kinda, very good. I hear uh-huh. it's, it reminds me of an updated version of ba- Advanced Variable Geo, which was actually a fighting game for the Genesis. I mean, Mega Drive. Sexy women kicking each other's asses. Yup. Deadpool28 says, Well, I've watched a lot of Echi and Hentai, but my true first was Boku no Pico. I was tricked into watching it and still have bad memories of it, but my favorite was High School of the Dead and then High School DXD. My favorite of all time, Panty Shots, both galore and both series, I recommend them both. High School of the Dead and DXD was more Echi than anything, but I'd watch them both. And oddly enough, I've been meaning to watch High School of the Dead, but I just haven't watched it because... It's one of those times where if I know if I watch it, I won't buy the DVDs. Um, from Lisa on our Facebook. And I have to agree with her. I, I, I like the way she thinks. Angel of Darkness Volume 2. Recommend it. If you're into tentacles, sure. If, like me, they aren't really your thing, then no. I like her! What can I say? Angel of Darkness is a pretty good anime. I mean, hentai. Uh-huh. All right, I, we're going to save the best for last, which is Mako. So, here is mine. Oddly enough, I discovered hentai via Ranma one-half, in a way, inadvertently, but not inadvertently. I had a friend. His name is Damon. We used to call him GW. Better known as Game Wizard. You give him any video game, he could beat it in two or three days short of RPGs and by the time he had the game back he had like a shitload of Game Genie codes because he could hack the he could hack the Game Genie for that shit but whatever I told him about Ranma one half and how I started collecting the manga and so forth and he started hooking me up with copies of the anime before I started going out and purchasing them and he mentioned something to me about anime porn I'm just like the fuck are you talking about so he hands me a tape it's called Overfiend 2, The Legend of the Demon Wound. And I happened to pop this in. And I did not realize that you could do this shit with animation. But there is a much more fucked up part to this story. I have never told anyone. Until now, or you're still not telling? Until now. And so oh. I think it's okay. Now... I gotten a hold of the first one through him, and, th- and I rewatched the second one with me and my cousin. Now, h- here's the thing. At the time that I got this, my VCR was broken. 
there was only one person that I knew of who would allow me and my cousin to watch anime at any given time. His grandmother, or his great better known as my great aunt. So we would go into her bedroom, sit on the floor, and watch this. Now, she had a high bed, so we sat on the other side on the floor, and couldn't see us. And we're sitting in there watching Overfiend and Overfiend 2. Didn't realize that the woman came in the room. Uh-oh. It wasn't... I think she was more mad at us for watching it and t- saying how despicable and terrible it was and never again. Meanwhile, a week later, we would knock on the door and ask if we could watch something in the back in, in her room, and she was like, sure, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, by the way, the Skype line is open if you want to talk about um, tonight's episode. If you want to contribute to the hentai givings and any other cool stuff, let us know. Okay, Ari. Uh, let's see. Um, well, I guess the this doesn't really count as my first, you know, anime, but I've you know, seen plenty of fan art of uh, you know, my favorite animes from like like way back in the day when I first started getting into uh, anime and whatnot. I had to keep that shit hidden on my computer, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the first like. Hentai, I remember seeing, uh, what was it, uh, Dragon Pink, was it? Dragon Pink is okay, but Dragon Half is the hentai you're probably thinking yeah, of. That's yeah, that's one. The, mm-hmm. One of the, the hentai were, it was uh, RPG playing elements in it. Or I think the uh, the obli- the one character who ended up get, getting fucked all the time with, only had like one hit point or something like that. Yeah. One hit point wonder. Like, they, yeah, she was called Pink, wasn't she? I think so. Yeah, that's the first one I remember seeing. All right, Maka, what do you got? And we're probably going to sit down and start taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, the first hentai that I ever saw was a hentai called Ray Ray. I've heard of Ray Ray. It's from Pink Ray Pineapple. Ray Ray is awesome. Wait, Maka, I... hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. I, much as I hate to um, pause you in one of your hentai stories, we have a call on the Skype line. You're live on Anime Jam Session. Who are we talking with tonight? Sarah Ackerman. Hi, Sarah. What's up? And you have two minutes. Um, I know you guys mentioned me about me telling my little story when my grandmother found my hentai. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. I think we all want to hear this, especially Marco. <clears throat> okay, so... Um, my the front. I live in the trailer. The front of the trailer is very cold because of the windows. So we moved my mattress and we moved my computer chair into my computer table and chair into the back bedroom, and I had it stashed underneath my computer desk. She picks it up and goes, "What the fuck is this stuff?" And I'm all embarrassed. And it's all like, "I got that a colossal Whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the thing my is, bad. I know my boyfriend's listening to this, and he's not going to find it. Well, if your boyfriend is smart instead of wanting to find it, he's like, let's 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 do the scenes from this, okay? If he's a smart man, yeah. he'll say that he'll do that instead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right, so what do you think of the show uh, so far tonight? It's a very touchy subject. It's it's all like uh, way outside my comfort zone because, like, I'm supposed to be like the good little girl, like the good role model, but no one knows the darker side of me. How can you be a good I mean, person? Of course, that... the more pure something is, the more fun it is to, to corrupt it. Yes, and that's Mako... one of the rules of the internet. Yes, and Mako has a great story about that. But <laughs> for someone that's, a, that's supposed to be a good yeah, person, you're listening to us. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend corrupted me. That's some serious corruption. Hey yo. Oh, sorry, Tony. <laughs> you have anything else for us tonight? Yeah. Alright, make it quick. Oh, oh, I missed her joke. I was laughing. I don't okay. have anything else. Alright, uh, thanks for calling in and definitely keep listening to us. Yes, goodbye. Right, take care. You gotta admit, everyone has had that one embarrassing story. I know I've told mine at least once. Mm. Alright, Mako, please continue. I'm sorry. Okay, so my first hentai that I watched was Ray Ray. Mm-hmm. And it's weird and funny, and basically it's got a little bit of everything that you would, you know, really want in a hentai. <clears throat> um, it's two short, you know, little stories about Ray Ray, who is, uh, I, I know she lives on the moon, I believe she's the moon goddess. And she's upset because the moon is slowly drifting away from Earth. Kind of so, like an inverse Majora's Mask. Eh. Um, so it's slowly going away from Earth, and the only way to really stop it is she needs to help couples, you know, connect. So the first one is about um, this guy who he finds out that his girlfriend ends up not liking him. Uh, she ends up liking her doctor, who's female. Mm. So Ray Ray decides that to fix this, um, she needs to basically embarrass this doctor. So to embarrass this doctor, who she finds out is screwing one of the other doctors in the practice... You sure you're not talking about Ogenki Clinic? <laughs> Yeah, um, she turns the dude into a chick. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase NUT. So he goes to the practice, meets the male doctor that the female doctor is, you know, really into, and um, basically screws him. Mm. The other doctor walks in, and Ray Ray keeps switching it so that it looks like he's a guy. So she's watching who, you know, her lover screw another guy. Although the doctor thinks it's a chick. Yep. Um, that embarrasses her, which allows him to basically go and save his girlfriend's life because the female doctor was getting tired of her and tried to kill her. <clears throat> The other story is about a video game nerd who is not doing well with his girlfriend. Um, so 
he ends up getting transported into a video game. And to find out what was going through his head, she decides to jump into the game. Um, so Ray Ray and her manservant jump into the game. And uh, she ends up getting screwed by uh, tentacle monsters and then ends up um, basically uh, helping him to realize that it's uh, he's got mommy issues. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, it's it's a little bit out there and weird, but it's fun. I love it. Mommy issues. You sure you're not talking about Neon Genesis Evangelion? Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 very bad mommy issues. And for the record, the main reason why I wanted to watch Ray Ray because I noticed there's a scene that's based off of Super Mario World, and I'm like, I gotta watch this. Yeah, that would be the uh, her getting trapped in the video game. Mm. And her manservant having to basically go and save her. And her manservant's name is Pippi. Mm. Long stocking? Yeah, long something. <laughs> anyway, um, before we get into the Japanese articles, um, did you guys have any recommendations for our listeners for hentai? Okay, I, I do. <clears throat> if you like comedy drama-ish anime in general, you want, like, a smooth sailing in, I recommend F3, especially if you like comedy. If you want something more romantic in a way, End of Summer, End of Summer 2, if you can find those. Along the lines of modern-day stuff, I couldn't tell you. You have to talk to Mako, because her her hentai Wikipedia is more up-to-date than my own. (laughs) Ari? Uh, you know, yeah, I'm even like worse off hentai-wise than uh, you, so <clears throat> I guess you just recommend the uh, Ume Mauro 3D stuff I was telling you about oh, earlier. Okay. That's about the only thing I can think of. And if you really want a really good laugh at shit, watch Sailor in the Seven Balls. Oh, yeah. God, the terrible off-model art. Mm-hmm. Again, the things you can do with Flash Animation. Mm-hmm. The only way I'm going to watch it is with, is if it's with you two and we do it riff track style, where we just completely like joke at and mock everything we see on screen. We so are... I guess I have to have another hentai party. Yeah, we did that with La Blue. Sure, why not? We did that with live action La Blue Girl. There was a live action La, Bo- La Blue Girl. Yeah, and there's yes, also there is. yep, and there's also a live action Angel of Darkness. Yeah. Um, so how long before a live-action Bible Black? I don't know, but if it was to happen, shut up and take my money. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> okay, so I recommend anything on my favorite list. Um, Which is a mile long. Yeah, but uh, my recommendations for Yaoi are Boku no, no Sexual Harassment and Sensitive Pornograph uh, and then Yuri Het because for some reason Hat usually has Yuri in it. Uh, Discipline and Rayland Orchid Emblem. Alright. Just the only issue with Rayland is if you are a little weirded out or um, have issues with rape, there is a very long, uh, very extended rape scene in Rayland. That reminds me. Um, 
I was downloading various soundtracks. I came across a soundtrack for a hentai game called Please Rape Me. If you're asking for it, how is it rape then? I don't know! <clears throat> that's a logic. That's a logical paradox. That uh, even the law gets uh, wrong every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, are we going into news from Japan now? I don't see how uh... it could possibly be weirder than this. So, why not? <coughs> Oh, dear God. What? Oh, dear God. What? Um. There is a live action Bible Black in production. Wow. <sighs> um, but it's been in production since uh, 2013. Oh, so it's in development hell, as the term goes. Yeah, so I might not be seeing it anytime soon. I I just um, probably not. I I just have one thing to say about that. <clears throat> really? You mean to tell me you don't want to see a live action Bible Black? Oh dear God! It's being done by an American-based production company. And do not at the same time. It's like a trailer. A trailer was released in 2013, and basically that's it. There's a couple of promotional photos and a trailer. Um, and basically, he said that further production of the movie is currently being considered. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I kind of simultaneously do and do not want to see it. That's it. We're done for tonight. <laughs> I'm DJ Ron Mess. God. <laughs> I'm the Ari, man. I don't know because of all the because the the constant beer drinking, but God damn, Mako, God what? damn! Wait, wrong song. There we go. All right, go ahead and take the first track so we can get our shit together. Wait, what? Uh, I'll take it. I'm I'm looking at pictures. Sorry. Fine. I'll so that's it. what they call it nowadays. Anyhow, our first Japan Today article is Two men arrested for using a 14-year-old girl to work as... Oh my fucking god, why? Evidently, this this article is on par with tonight's themed episode. I, I was trying to work it, work, work that in. You're terrible. Yeah, work it, Mako-chan, work it. <laughs> Anyhow, police in Tsuchihura... Ibaraki Prefecture have arrested two men for using a 14-year-old girl to work as a call girl. I'm already out of booze. I'm on my fifth beer. The two suspects were identified as Kentaro Abe, 25, the manager of Legend, and Daiki Saito, an employee, 21. Legend is a delivery health service which dispatches call girls to hotels and residents on request. According to police, two men were the, were aware of the girl's age and when they hired her to work for the call girl business last October. 
police say the two suspects lied about the girl's age to quote-unquote clients saying she was 19. From October to March, this girl was sent on more than 500 jobs, earning 1.8 million yen per month for the two men, on only approximately 2,000 to 3,000 yen per customer for herself. I'm not entirely sure what's worse. The fact that she's working as a prostitute at that age or that she's getting entirely short-changed on her payment. I just have two words for you, Ari. Tracy Lord. Uh... You're welcome. I will go ahead and take the next article. Woman tries to kill husband because he didn't give her white day gift. Now, normally, you're in the doghouse if you don't give your woman a Valentine's gift here in the U.S., so... And just for the record, Steak and BJ Day was three days ago. So, yeah. That is White Day. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Police in Sakai City on Monday arrested a 43-year-old woman on a charge of attempted murder after she tried to strangle her 31-year-old husband to death, claiming he didn't give her anything for White Day on Saturday. That's a little disproportionate. According to police, the woman identified as Mie Nishishima started to strangle her sleeping husband with a necktie around 12.35 in the morning on Monday. The man woke up and subdued his wife and then called the police. Nishiyama, who manages a beauty salon, was quoted by police saying she got mad at her husband because he didn't give her chocolates or any other gift on White Day, which is when men traditionally give gifts to women in return for chocolates they received on Valentine's Day. Police say that Nishiyama told them she had been drinking alcohol before the incident and that she had no intent to kill her husband, who suffered only light injuries. See here in the U.S., kids. It's we. It doesn't matter who gives the chocolate as long as somebody gets the chocolate. But it's majority of the guys giving the chocolates and the gifts. And if you don't, you're pretty much stuck with blue balls till the end of the year, you know. But hey, that's that's life. But then a month later, we have what's called Steak and BJ Day. I don't have to explain that. You can just Google that shit, and it comes right up. Phrasing. Mm-hmm. No pun intended on that one. The thing is, a lot of women end up getting lingerie for Valentine's Day. They either get it as a gift or they get it for giving as a gift. Either way, Valentine's Day usually leads to fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why then does the guy get a second day? Depends on the guy. Who knows? Why also does it, you know, need a holiday? Steak and BJ Day, I mean. If you're doing it right, that should be at least once a week. Only once a week? (laughs) Well, yeah, steak's expensive. I can care less about the steak! Well, I'm just saying, steak and BJ Day should be at least once a week. Steak is expensive, and that is why. Yes, two two mouths will be full on that day. Oh my. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> so, uh, does that mean we'll have uh, seafood and cunnilingus day? 
Sure, why the fuck not? Mmm, sm something smells like fish. God fucking damn it, really? I am so glad I was not drinking my beer at that time. You're welcome. Oh, by the way, Rama, I didn't know if you saw that I posted the uh, picture set on Facebook from the live-action Bible Black. Is it on our Facebook page? No, oh. it's just in the Skype chat right now. Ah. <clears throat> and as soon as I watch it, I will be posting uh, or sending you the yeah. uh, movie trailer. But I want to watch it first. Both of us. You well, should post that on our Facebook page. Well, no. You can do it if you want to. As soon as I watch this, I will post it in the Skype chat so you guys can watch it. All right. Anyway, last article. Yeah. A 58-year-old police officer in Mito Ibaraki Prefecture has been arrested for stalking a woman with whom he had been having a long-term relationship. According to police, the officer identified as Katsunori Iwama threatened the 58-year-old woman in 20 emails and letters since January that he would circulate photos of her. He also was seen lurking outside the woman's apartment. Iwama, who is married, was quoted by police as saying he just wanted to talk to the woman with whom he broke up last December. Wow. So he's in a long-term relationship, broke up with her in December, but he's married. Yeah, talk about keeping it on the down low. Yeah. And if we go to our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Ranger Serena says, everything smells like fish on that day. And Nemesis voice him follows up with, so surf and turf. Yeah, that works. And I had to respond with, this is something I was told during my times working in the seafood department at Food Emporium. If it's fish, it's a tasty dish. If it's chicken, keep on licking. <laughs> and Amno Jaku follows up with, is that why we have Taco Tuesday? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I could go for a roast beef sandwich right about now. Thinking Arby's, are you? <laughs> <laughs> always, my brother. Always. <laughs> I am not drunk enough for this shit. Keep drinking. Am I. Keep on drinking. We'll be back.
have to put in like a little five second break so I know to adjust the volume before we go into our outro. What were you saying? I said that um, I need to set up a five second uh, dead air before our outro plays so I know to adjust the volume. Oh, okay. Yeah, um... Before I, I have to stop this for one second because I discovered something that something that's kind of surprising. Huh. What is it? There, there is still. You ever heard of the ground round? Yeah. It still exists. Really? Where? <laughs> this is all I have to say. Yes. Now we can go back into our ending sequence. Yes, uh, uh, my friend Dustin mentioned he was at a ground round and near Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania. I only knew one ground round near me and it closed when I was like eight years old. The one by me closed when I was like 18 or 19 and I remember they had an NBA Jam Tournament Edition in there. <laughs> yeah... And also, I meant to say this at the top of the show, but we got sidetracked, but I just want to throw this out there. Um, about, I'd say maybe two years ago on this show, we interviewed a voice actress by the name of Kara Edwards. She was really cool. She was really more nerdy than anything else. Um, she just announced that she is going to, she is having a, a bouncing baby boy. Awesome. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. That, uh, not for nothing, that surprised the living hell out of me because some people just don't talk about their personal lives, but the fact that she announced it, that just completely shocked me. So I just want to say to Kara Edwards, congratulations and all that good stuff. I hope... You know, just congratulations. That's, that's all I got to say. Amazing. Congrats. And also, a bit of errata data. Uh, we talked about on last week's show about Zoo Ranger, which is, the, which, is Power Rangers, which is Power Rangers Dinosaurs in Japan. We had said that it was Discotech that was putting it out, but it's actually Shout Factory. And the person that played Bandora in Zoo Ranger, which we know as Rita Repulsa, Machiko Soga, actually voiced Rita Repulsa in the Japanese dub of Power Rangers. Nice. I love the recursion of that one. I know, right? If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers. We do this for the fun of it, and for the occasional free booze. Right? Oh, yeah. Thank you. If you have any questions, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Let us know what's on your mind. We will believe you. And we've actually gotten some mail from there, and a person asked about our musical playlists. I've been meaning to post a section of all of the music that we play on our show. I don't. I'm trying to get that up. So if you do want to know what music we play during the pre-show, um, during the show and whatnot, just drop me a line of what episode it is. I can pull it up and I can tell you what we play. That way you can go out and buy the song and support the official artist and the release. Hmm. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Um, Ari's Katakon 2015 article is up. 
And this week you'll be seeing some links to some of our um, YouTube videos that we've been working on last year. So definitely swing by and check those out. And my Katsukon pictures, which you'll find on my my fan page. Awesome. Definitely check out Ari's um, Facebook uh, uh, Facebook fan page for his Katsukon photos. There are some great pictures on there. Definitely check them out. Um, if you can't access our website for our podcast, there are multiple ways you can get it. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Katsukon 2014 videos are up, and I have a lot more videos that's going to go up this week, so definitely be on the eye out for that. If you want to follow us on YouTube and see some of the stuff that we like to listen to or watch or some of our own videos, you can find me at youtube.com slash djronthes, Ari is at Ari22682, and you can find Mako-chan over at Jupluna. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash session. That's the Twitter to follow if you want to know what conventions we're going to, what articles, photos, and videos are going up. That way you can go check it out and swing through a con and say hi to us. If you want to come through and just see what we say on Twitter and whatnot, uh, you can find us on that twitter.com slash djvonmess, that's me. Ari is at the Ari Man, and you can find Mako Chan over at Joe Videa. Facebook, facebook.com uh, slash Anime Jam Session. Um, we're like 2,400, I think, or 2,900, I don't remember. But the main thing is, I just want to say, as I say every week, thank you to every single person that listens to the show, that likes the page, that likes all the stuff that we post. Those you continue to like and support what we do, we're going to bring you more content. And if there's anything else you want to see, just drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. If you want to follow us individually on Facebook and see what makes us tick and other stuff. You can find me at facebook.com slash imdgronthes. You can find Ari at Ari Rockefeller. You can find Mako over at Makoto Mako Chankino. Hmm. But we're not the only um, geek-styled podcast slash show on the VOG network. Um, if you like Star Trek, you want to check out the Star Wars Power Coupling podcast, which is at... I think it's now... 3 p.m. on Thursdays. I don't remember the official time because we have a new star. We have a new podcast coming on Thursday. Um, I think it's called it's called the Geek Card. I actually I think that comes in at 9 a.m. Thursday, and then we're on at like two, and and then it's Starboard Powering. I'll find out later. That way we know exactly what's up. If you like um, British programming. American programming, Doctor Who, pop culture, what's going on in books, music, and movies and television. There are four different shows for you to check out. Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Under Sedation Live. Four different podcasts with four different points of views on today's geek stuff. You definitely want to check those out. Um, if you like what we do here at Tuesday nights at 9.30 on Anime Jam Session, swing by 8 o'clock and check out Pandalicious and Ninja Sister, Electric Sisterhood. They're on at 8 o'clock, so listen to them. Then stick around for some great music on the VOG Network, then our pre-show, and then it's us. Hi, everybody. If you play MMOs like World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy XIV, you want to check out MMO Wednesdays with Girls Gone Wow at 12 and Horde House at 10, which is live. And then we bring it all back to Sunday with the Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio. Starts at 8 p.m. It's the cornerstone network of VOG Network programming. If you really want to listen to uh, a gaming show where it's done by independent gamers in the, who love what they do and talk about this, talk about gaming, these are the shows for you. 
So definitely swing by and check this out Sundays starting at 8. We're going to go around the room. And we're going to do last words with Mako. Um, I'm currently reading seven Karma Sutra sex tips that will send you to the hospital. Is that like that? <laughs> is that like that TLC show? Sex sent me to the ER. Yeah, that's actually a pretty interesting show. <laughs> oh shit, Ari. Uh, well, during a musical break, I had to go and use the bathroom, and my mother asked me, like, if the beer in the fridge was for the cooking I plan on doing. I'm like, no, that's for me for tonight. And she's like, oh, okay. Mm. Surprisingly chill. I wasn't really expecting that today. First time for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I was talking to a friend I just met over the weekend, and she was suggesting I check out Log Horizon. So after this, after I watch catch up with Hell's Kitchen, I'm going to think about checking it out. So see what's up with that. Hmm. That is it. End of list. Just so you know, as of right now, no new episode, May 26th, we'll be recovering from Denver Comic Con. So, that is it. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Night, everybody. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Woohoo! Don't give her any ideas. I was being nice. I'm allowed one. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!